Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Allergies or no allergies, the show goes on. Welcome to the Bashmania podcast, episode 133. I am your host, Justin Bash, and I'm excited for today's conversation with Izzy and Kennedy Blades. Izzy Martinez, head coach of Izzy Style in Illinois. Kennedy Blades, junior world champion, who just won her finals match at the World Championships in 17 seconds. An absolute hammer, and she's nowhere near done for 2021. So much to dive into and talk about. Before we do, I want to tell you all this podcast is presented by our friends at Attack. If you're watching this on Rockfin or YouTube, you see I'm wearing the Attack Blue Bashmania logo T because I love these guys. Attack is the best. So I actually just logged my workout for today in the app. One of the cool things about this app, by the way, it's Attack, A-T-A-C. So go download the app. One of the cool things about this app is you can choose to utilize their platform and they'll give you workouts. They'll tell you how to do the workouts, where your hands should be, where your feet should be, how high you should jump. It's like having a coach in your pocket. So you can do their workouts. Or if I go on the Peloton and I do interval training, I can just log my workout and you can climb points. You can climb the leaderboard. So it's really cool to maintain consistency in training your workouts and keeping things in one place and being able to both do your own workouts and have a coach in your pocket. So go download the Attack app today. It's ATAC. They're on social. They're giving all kinds of value out on their social feeds from recipes and nutrition tips to fitness tips. So go check that out, guys. Attack is changing the game. I'm a big fan of these guys. ATAC Attack. Download the app in the Apple App Store today. And now let's get on to Izzy and Kennedy. Kennedy Blades, Izzy Martinez. This is the Izzy Style episode. Kind of part two, because you were on last year, Izzy, but this is now like the follow-up. How are you guys? Oh, I'm good. I'm back in school, so it's going to get a little hectic soon, but otherwise I'm good. Yeah, and I'm doing great. I'm just, um, you know, enjoying the nice uh, Chicago weather. Um, it's a beautiful time of the year out here. And I saw you just had Spider-Man at your house, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was my uh, five-year-old's uh, birthday, and um, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Still here, I love that. Yeah, but uh, it's been a great time. Now, how did you guys link up as coach and student, coach and athlete? Um, I used to go to Mar- uh, Martinez Fox Valley Elite, which is Coach Izzy's dad, and um, I think once I got to like seventh grade. Or some yeah, I think seventh grade. I went to Izzy style. And I was going to both um, him and his dad because I used to train um, 
like with the high school boys at Izzy style and then like my age at Martinez. So um, I think we just had a connection through the dad. And uh, yeah, they were like number one in the country. Well, like number two because Martinez was number one. <laughs> so um, yeah. So. Izzy, did you know she was special right away when she became a student there or an athlete? You know, um, well, when she came to our gym, you know, I think the whole world already or everybody in Illinois already knew she was special. Yeah. Um, I didn't know uh, at first my dad would uh, I'd run into my dad at meets or, you know, family dinners and he would brag about Kennedy and Karina. <laughs> and, you know, the first year or two, you know, you're just like, all right, you know, it's just uh, my dad bragging about all his students <laughs> that can do all his drills. Yeah. Um, and then before you know it, you know, I, I stopped in to get a workout and check out some future, uh, hopefully students in high school um, and um, got to watch Kennedy work out, got to watch Karina work out and um, got to meet her father, Saul. And uh, yeah, at that moment on, I knew these girls were bound for greatness. And then how do you guys balance the going to school in Pennsylvania at Wyoming Seminary and training at Izzy Style? How do you guys balance that? Um, well, I go to Izzy Style in like the summer and my like uh, breaks, like winter break and spring break and all that. And then I just stay in Pennsylvania with uh, Coach Aaron um, and I, I go with Sam. But um, yeah. And we just communicate over the phone and stuff. And if he has any tips to tell me or anything, then, you know, I follow through with that and stuff. Izzy, is that tough at times, like trying to balance that of when to be her coach and when to like have her, she's always trusting all of her coaches, but like there's times it seems like you're more hands off where it's like, okay, you're in day to day with these coaches right now. You know, with Kennedy and Karina, they've had a lot of great coaches growing up throughout their lives. Um, you know, Saul would seek out the best training opportunities for the girls, whether that was, you know, I mean, they, they have a plethora of pitchers with wrestlers from all over the state because they didn't just grow up in one wrestling room technically. My dad was their coach. They've had a lot of coaches, and um, I'm sure they're going to have a lot other coaches after me here, you know, when they go to college. So it's just one of those things. I have a great relationship with the girls. Um, they're kind of in our, you know, they're not kind of, they're in our family. Um, so it's just, uh, it's a trust thing. I trust the girls. I send them some notes and uh, it's their job to get it done. And um, they've been doing a great job of, you know, I work really well with Aaron, Coach Aaron Vanderveer, Coach Chad and the SEM staff and Scott Green. And so it's, um, it's easy. It's easy when you work with people you trust and, and people that have the same passion as you. Um, is it tough at times? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely tough when you want to, when you have an athlete like Kennedy blades and there's a lot of big events going on and you want to make sure they're doing the right thing. But once again, you revert back to the trust you have in your athlete and, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of getting the job done, like we'll talk junior worlds, three texts in a pin. It, 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 I tweeted out right after that you're a superhero, because I'm like, this is not normal. Like my wife's becoming a super big wrestling fan and like watching your finals match, it was textbook, but that doesn't happen like that. Like people don't get a 17 second pin, like a drill in practice finals win. And the innocence behind it was amazing. Like you immediately almost started crying, like in disbelief, 
while having such dominance, you thought you would just be like this. <laughs> like <laughs> there was still that kind of like shock and awe. Like, what was your perspective of the junior world championships? Um, well, the whole goal obviously was to win. And um, to do that, I was just going to put everything on the line and nonstop attacking. And I think like, I just wanted to keep scoring and scoring and nonstop wrestling. So I think that's what, like, that's where the text came in. And then um, the finals match, I just wanted to get to her legs. So I was just super ready and pumped. I didn't have that hard of a warm up, so it's like like the, the adrenaline was right there. So um, yeah, when I just hit the double, I like lifted her up because like I felt she was off the ground, so I wanted to kind of go a little bit bigger. And then um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest. And then um, when she fell, I saw she wasn't she didn't go to her back, so it wasn't really a four. But then like I caught her arm, and um, uh, like back then with coach jose um at martinez he always we always had to go straight to the half after we hit like a high crotch or a double or anything so it was it was almost like a drill for me but um but when i pinned her i was so happy i honestly don't i didn't expect myself to cry but um <laughs> i still wanted to be a world champ because it's just nice to say i'm a world champ yeah i'd say so <laughs> yeah so so I was just super proud of myself and happy, but um, I didn't expect anything less, to be honest. What were you thinking as you watching? I saw you get the camera out, the phone out, and I was loving it, like recording the victory celebration. You could see it on flow. It was amazing. I was still coming down from the emotional, um, you know, the emotional kind of dump for a second from Karina, you know, <laughs> uh, an unbelievable tournament herself. Um, you know, she pushed through some, some injuries and it was just impressive to see Karina kind of go out there and pull off that match. So by the time you come back, you know, you're, you've got Kennedy up in 20 minutes. So it's one of those things where you're like, all right, you got about a couple seconds to give Karina a couple big hugs and then you kind of go right in there. And, um, you know, Kennedy's lights out. I mean, uh, she had an unbelievable warm up. She was so focused. Uh, you know, right, before, right at the end of the drilling, she's like, oh, let me just do three blast doubles real fast. And I said, girl, you're going to hit it. And she goes, I will. And it was just, <laughs> uh, she went out there and bounced the girl on her head. And I don't know anything else. Yeah, that was amazing. And I saw, and I want to say it was your interview with USA Wrestling right after, like they said, with watching your sister compete. And you said normally you don't because it gives you like anxiousness. And I didn't think about that then. But like looking back, I can see that now. Is that like it's a unique situation where you're at such a high level with a family member, let alone somebody you're so close to. Is that a struggle at all? I mean, you obviously dealt with it extremely well. Like yeah. you you dealt with it incredibly well. So was that a struggle at all or just kind of natural? Um, so I always okay, so I usually always miss my sister's matches. Like I never see her wrestle except like when I went to Cadet World to watch her wrestle, I was really shocked to see, like, how much bigger she got, how fast she was, because I never watched her wrestle in a match. So um, I just couldn't pass up that match. So, like, my dad always told me to just not watch the match because then the adrenaline gets up and then you're, like, you'll just get tired and stuff. But um, I just watched it because I just had to. Cause <laughs> she, she did an outstanding job. And um, I think she checked the girl. So that was awesome. But, um, yeah, so after that, I just try to refocus right away and just get my 
you know, adrenaline back down and just refocus. And um, I thought of what I wanted to do. And since she teched the girl, I wanted to tech the girl, but I pinned her. So <laughs> it's like me and Quinn are always competing as far as that. Like, we either want to have a faster tech or a faster pin or like a better double or something. So um, that's also why I watched it, just like so kind of <laughs> so beat her in better. the match. <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny and speaking of cadet worlds like you placed ninth i believe at cadet worlds in 2019 and now you look like you're at a talent level that they shouldn't even let you into the junior tournament because you were just so dominant dominant tech 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 17 second pin and and this is one of the many reasons i wanted both of you on because i want both your perspectives as to what you think you did to really narrow that gap from ninth at cadets to dominating junior worlds in a relatively short period of time? Um, I think so. Yeah. At cadet worlds, I unfortunately got a concussion and it, um, it really made me super sad because, you know, that was my first world team and I really wanted to win it. So I just like, I recovered correctly and, um, I just started, back to my drilling and my main focuses and main areas and stuff. But um, during that time before Junior World, we were training for the Olympic trials and um, I was super strict on my diet and my um, conditioning and my technique. So after doing all that training, you know, I just kept up with it. I didn't really add more, but I just focused on the small little things. So I was already prepared for like seniors and juniors and everything. So it didn't really take much to prepare for junior worlds but um you know i just still continue to do the right thing and stuff and i think since i live my life the right way there's really no big dramatic changes and um i already put in all the work so now it's just kind of what i do on the mat so. yeah yeah what do you think izzy you know, there's a lot that that's a that's a great question, but I think there's so much that goes into it. You know, I don't think that what I mean, there's a lot to be said about what the workload that Kennedy has put in, yeah. uh, you know, five months before the Olympic trials. You know, she's been she's been very her training schedule has been very disciplined, very calculated. Um, every partner, every practice, um, you know, she's dialed in. Right. So so there's a huge part that goes into how she's you know, been able to focus and everything for the last year, but you know, it's, it's all about the, her whole path through her whole life, you know? So, you know, it's just kind of those things as you mature and you get a little bit stronger and then you believe in yourself a little bit more, but you know, it's, it's like, yeah, but that was only a year and a half worth, right? It was right. just, how about the hundreds of matches she wrestled as a young girl? How about all the practices her father took her to and just all the matches? So there's a lot that um, comes into play about why she's the best in the world right now. Um, but I think um, it's, it's, just, it's just awesome to watch her focus and, and watch her daily routine and watch her do certain things. And I think a culmination of all that is why um, you know, she's been able to make jumps. And I think when you do yeah. a lot of the right things and you have a lot of uh, – and you put a lot of hard work in, there's no telling when you're going to make those jumps. And right. Um, right now, Kennedy's making huge strides. Yeah, I'd say so. And even on the senior level, I mean, to be runner up at the Olympic trials, let alone at any age is extremely impressive and puts you in a class of your own to do that at 17 years old. is just wild. 
you know, being a marketing and a storyline guy, I'm always thinking of like the storylines behind things. And to think even leading up to the Olympics, thankfully, Tamara didn't get hurt. She won a gold medal, accomplished so many great things. But if she didn't, you would have been in the Olympics as a 17 year old. That was still just kind of wild to comprehend. And I'm curious on your perspective on that, because I know a junior world championship means a lot to you. I think we all saw that. But at the same time, like that's not even close to the end goal for this year. You got the senior world team trials coming up soon. You want to go to the senior world championships, then the U23 championships. Like, what's your perspective on the levels of success you want and where you're at, you know, kind of after the Olympic trials and now after becoming a junior world champion? Um, I think after the Olympic trials, I gained a lot of confidence. And not only that, but I really showed, you know, the nation how far um, up I am. And uh, I think my, so my goal is to win every championship this year. You know, obviously the goal was to make the Olympics, but, um, you know, Tamara was able, you know, well, she won it, so it kind of made me feel a little bit better because I lost one with the champ. Right. And- <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, so just thinking back, like, I, when I was younger, I, um, like, about seventh grade, eighth grade, I always, so Fargo was, like, the big thing in high school. And, um, you know, we would always watch Fargo, but I was too young. And my dad said, like, I could have beaten this girl and this girl. It, always the age was just um in the way but now since I'm finally old enough and not just you know for Fargo and stuff but for seniors for seniors I'm able to show the world that I'm the best so I'm not going to pass up this opportunity and I just wanted to show all these young girls and everyone in general that age is just you know a number in the sport and I feel like if you're good enough then why not be able to compete so to prove that i'm gonna have to win a few championships but i think i'm like ready for sure yeah i'd say so and izzy what's your perspective on you know it's tough to peak for a tournament or it's tough to get ready for one tournament when you're helping someone at this level who clearly she has the talent like in my head i already believe you're going to be a senior world champ this year and a u23 world champ i know that But there's a lot of mental aspects to that. Even if you have the talent and you 100% can do something, it's hard to get dialed in for a big tournament like a world championships, let alone three times. Izzy, is that something that's maybe unique about Kennedy or something that as you continue to evolve as a coach that you kind of work at? Well, all right, so... I've been coaching a lot of high profile athletes for, for years. And yeah. uh, sometimes you have back-to-back fights, yeah. you know, but you know, twice in, in 70 days or 60 days, you know, and you go through these training phases, we call it. Yeah. And, and coaching in high school, you have these training phases. And I think the biggest key right now is obviously Kennedy. Obviously she's the star here, right? She puts yeah. in the work, she does all the things. My job to kind of make sure that her practice plan is is not it's not too condensed where she's overtraining, where she's getting hurt. Um, it's also my job to make it fun and make it interesting for her and um, continue to her new skills and evolve. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of what it's like right now. Um, Kennedy actually flies home tomorrow morning. She'll be here for three days. Um, you know, she's at school this week and then she'll fly home this weekend. She'll train three hard days, go back, 
work with Aaron, focus on some focus areas with Aaron at Coach Sam, not as intense workouts, and then um, come back. And then, you know, we just kind of keep it going and just, we have a specific training system for Kennedy. Um, she's one of a kind, so she has a one of a kind program. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, because like I told Kennedy, um, she's the only athlete that's cool going to the senior nationals. She's the only athlete in that school that that's going to be a senior world champion. Um, so, you know, as her friends get ready to go out on a Thursday or Friday night, um, she'll be on the airplane getting ready to go to Chicago to grind out two days and, and just um, completely focus. So, you know, the, things like that are, are truly what separates Kennedy apart from the rest. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, you mentioned her being so young and in a situation where your friends are going to do different things. And I'm curious on, you know, as you kind of talk about women's wrestling as a whole right now, there's so much more longevity to it. You can go out, win senior world championships, win 50 grand a pop, win 250 for 250,000 winning the Olympics. You can get endorsements. I'm curious on your thoughts on the landscape of women's wrestling and how much it's evolved so much. There's obviously a lot more work to do. We want to see more state sanction it. We want to see more programs. But when you take a step back and I, you know, as I was preparing for this episode of the podcast, I was thinking like, man, what an incredible time for a woman to be 17 years old and be very good at wrestling. Like there's <laughs> never been more potential upside. So I'm curious on your thoughts on the landscape of women's wrestling where it is right now. Um, yeah, women's wrestling is definitely growing super rapidly. And I, I think it's an honor to be part of, you know, this whole process. And especially after like the Olympic trials, the amount of, you know, direct messages and um, text messages and all these emails, people saying that their daughter wants to wrestle because of me or these girls saying like I inspired them. It just made such a big impact on me and wanted me to push even harder because um like I know I'm changing these girls' lives and like it's not just gonna be like one or two girls in the room. It's gonna be like 30, 40 girls in the room now. And um I and and being like the at being 17 years old this good, uh I don't really think it's sunk in yet. I mean I feel like I just have such high expectations for myself that I just forget that I'm 17. I just want to keep winning. I don't know if that makes sense. It, <laughs> but, um, it does. I, I get that. Yeah, It's like, I don't really focus on, like, I don't have time to focus on friends or to hang out or anything. That's why I am willing to take the sacrifice and go back to Chicago to train for this weekend. And then I have to go back to school right away. But, um, you know, if this is what's going to change the entire sport, then I'm definitely willing to put in the work. Yeah, I'd say so. What do you think, Izzy? Well, you know, we can go back to the financials here, just to, those financial incentives. You know, I remember growing up, it, it was, uh, you know, one of those things where I think if you won the Olympic gold, you were hoping to get $50,000. Yeah. Um, the times have changed. You know, Kennedy's 17 years old. Um, one of the one of the keys with Kennedy is she's not just uh, she's not just a great wrestler. She's a very smart young lady. Um, yep. So she takes her finances very serious. Um, we we discuss Bitcoin and all the, uh, all the <laughs> cryptocurrencies and investment strategies and all the things that I learned growing up as a young man and, and through trial and error and and just uh, 
but just some important things. Kennedy's all ears, so money doesn't motivate her, but it's going to help, you know, it's going to help. And um, it's one of those things where by the time Kennedy's 21 years old, we'll be out of the 2024 cycle and um, she should have a million dollars in the bank. It's amazing. And when you talk longevity, you know, is that something else you guys collectively discuss? You know, I know it, it's hard to, and Izzy, you, you've done a phenomenal job, especially with your fighters at making sure careers are not just one and done or short lived. There's, there's something to that when an athlete can maintain longevity, like let's say Burroughs, you know, he's going on his 12th season on the senior level. It's nuts. And there's not that many people that can do that, whether it's burnout, whether it's the proper coaches. And I know we touched a bit on how, how the plethora of great coaches she has, but is that something else you guys talk about? Like preventing the burnout, ensuring longevity for the career? I think practice has got to be fun. I think that they have to be fun. And I think that as a coach, it's my job to know when Kennedy's feeling good or feeling bad or, um, you know, you got to know your athlete and um, yeah. I'm never scared to, I'm never scared to put the pedal to the metal, but I'm also never scared to back off and uh, give Kennedy the day off, even when she's biting at the chomps to Today you're taking a day off and, you know, I'm betting she's very grateful. Kennedy's a student and, and listens and respects our family well. And um, so it's, you tell her to take a day off and she listens. So I think part of having a great relationship with your athletes, you see Mark Manning, you see Jordan Burroughs, you see John Jones, you see um, Greg Jackson, Brandon Gibson. You just, you see these coaches have unbelievable relationships with, with their athletes. Yeah. And I, you're in the athletes here, helping them pull back and push forward. Um, they go, they go really far. So that's one of the strategies with Kennedy. It's not definitely saying, you know, we're going to go till she's 30. Um, you know, I like to tell Kennedy by the time she's 21, um, you know, she'll be a four time world Olympic champ and uh, I she'll, can be see it. Med, she'll be in med school somewhere. You know, it's a <laughs> joke that I like to tell her, but, you know, it's one of those things where it's take it day by day, work your butt off, do the right things. And um, that's the path Kennedy's on. And I, I know I think, Kennedy, you're the youngest person I've had in this podcast in 133 episodes. I believe so, you know, I'm normally talking more marketing and branding with people who are either very close to graduating college or on the senior level and you're different still in high school, but I'm curious, you know, I love Izzy's plan million in the bank by 21 years old, 2024 Olympic cycle coming to a close. That's, that's a great plan. Do you give much thought to the Kennedy blades brand and that side of things yet? Um, I, I should start thinking about it. I have been a little bit, I think I can definitely, um, you know, build a brand around my name. Cause it's a, it's a pretty dope name. Like Kennedy please. I think so. <laughs> yeah. And also like, it's great to have such a high caliber sister too. So it's like the blade sisters. So, um, yeah, me and Gwen are already trying to build our, our Instagram with blade sisters. We, we have a TikTok. We have about, 40,000 followers. Dang. Yeah. So me and Gwen are trying to build like the Blade Sisters a little bit. And um, I think, you know, since we're so good at wrestling, we have such a big, you know, fan and crowd. And we might as well take advantage of that. So. Do you have Izzy doing any dances on TikTok? 
No. You won't do a TikTok with me. <laughs> so, come on. Don't they have those duo dances? I've been fortunate enough that every now and then I'm, uh, I was eating dinner with the girls and I look over and they're, <laughs> you know, they're little. And I'm like, nah, I'm too old for that. <laughs> and it's wild because, you know, your career is kind of starting to look more and more like Gable Stevenson's career, where you look what he just accomplished at what 20 years old, I think, at the Olympics, right? I mean, he won the Olympics and I want to say he just hit like 325,000 followers on Instagram. And I put an article on Rockfin about how I don't think anybody has ever played the playbook better of winning the Olympics, growing your brand, tweeting at people. And it obviously takes time. It takes a lot of practice. And I'm sure that's something that as you go, you'll continue to evolve. And you mentioned your sister, and I think that's a super cool aspect to your career. What is it like being able to train with, compete with, and have somebody by your side that is also at such a high level? Um, I honestly think it's super convenient, you know, because we always have each other. We're there to lift each other up and to keep each other accountable. And, you know, it's not like one person's not that good at wrestling and the other person's very good. You know, we both help each other out as far as uh, even if we need a drill partner, we're not that far in weight class, just about like 15 pounds. So, uh, you know, we have each other for drilling purposes, for just being there like when we have a tough practice or anything. And we have, you know, each other to even complain to because um, sometimes <laughs> it gets pretty tough in practice or, you know, parents and stuff. So yep. I think just having my sister by my side is the best thing. And when we both made the junior world team, you know, we were so happy. It's not like we just won Fargo together or anything, but we won junior world nationals. So, and then yep. we medaled and it was just like, you know, it just kept growing. And um, the ultimate goal in the end is to be in the same Olympic um, team. And if that's possible, and then we both win the Olympics together, you know, it's like we, we accomplished the biggest thing in our lives. So, um, yeah, having my sister by my side the entire time, you know, it's the best thing. And obviously it's good to have time away from each other, but not like, like right now we're, we're not dorming together. So that's, that's very convenient, but, um, you know, we're still in the same school and that's, that's what we want to do too, is like go to the same college and everything. It's like a package deal. So, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome to have my sister. What's it like coaching the sisters, Izzy? Well, they're different. They're definitely different, right? But they're definitely uh, they have a lot of similarities. Um, they're it's awesome. I mean, they're the Blade Sisters. Um, they're fast. They're strong. They're athletic. They they're smart. Um, but it's awesome watching each other, watching care for each other. Um, you know, like Kennedy said, uh, part of the the preparation was to, to 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 know, hey, your sister could be up on the mat next to you, and things aren't things might not go her way. Um, yeah. I remember going to plenty of events with uh, the, the Pettis brothers fighting on the same card, you know, so kind of dealing. I'm, I'm fortunate there where I was, I got a chance to watch the guys prepare together, train together, fight on the same card. So a lot Super of what cool. I learned that weekend, a lot of le what I learned that week, I kind of apply it with the Blade Sisters, um, just and also multiple teammates and big, big high level fights. And uh, that's kind of how the Junior Worlds was, you know, just more preparing the girls for the mental 
just for the mental, um, I, I guess, just mentally, just prepare them for anything can happen. Um, be ready for it. But but watching them care for each other, watching them push each other, watching them braid each other's hair, watching them, you know, get mad because the other one wants a massage, you know, watching <laughs> them, just, just watching them just, um, you know, really get along. It's just special. I have a brother. I wrestled with him growing up. Um, we were never able to accomplish the, what the girls are able to accomplish. Um, but it was a special, special time in my life um, to win next to my brother. And um, it's just something you'll never forget. So it's great watching the girls have these unbelievable memories together. Yeah, it, it sure seems like that. And you can tell that that bond is there. And I'm curious too, Kennedy, you know, I'm always appreciative when an athlete gives glory to God and that's in your Instagram bio, you know, right at the top, all glory to God. How important has your faith been in your career so far? Um, yeah. So I just, you know, I pray to God all the time and I just give him thanks for any little thing, even if it's, you know, sleeping on my bed or the food I eat, or if it's winning like a certain match or winning, you know, the world championships. And, you know, I just believe that, None of this is possible without him. And, um, you know, we all have a mission on this earth when he sends us here. So, um, you know, through that, you know, talent and mission, you have to glorify God. So that's exactly what I'm, I'm doing. Because I do have a very amazing gift that he gave me. And, um, yeah, I'm just not going to take it for granted. I'm going to, you know, go through God and um, just show the world that, you know, God is here and without him, you know, none of this would have been possible. So I just try to give him all the credit I can because he deserves it. So. Did, did you know you were gifted in wrestling specifically early on? I feel like so many people are gifted in ways they don't necessarily know yet until they try something. So it's more like maybe a young girl wants to be, I don't know, an amazing softball player, but she doesn't try out for softball or an amazing wrestler doesn't try out for wrestling. What was it that led you to wrestling? Um, my sister and I were always competitive and we were very physical. So my parents uh, put us in a combat sport. And at first, did Brazilian, yeah, <laughs> at first we did Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but um, there were a lot of factors. So I was switched to wrestling, but my dad took us to a wrestling practice and we really enjoyed it. And we were doing jiu-jitsu and wrestling practice and plus school. And it was too much for us. So he told us to pick. And, um, you know, we picked wrestling and, you know, I was beating up the guys, you know, pretty bad. So, um, yeah, that's when I knew, like, I wasn't the same, like I wasn't, you know, not normal, but I was different. And, um, and I, but also it's not like it just came, like it was a lot of work and a lot of hours and a lot of sacrifices. So, um, but I was willing to do that. So I think not only what do I, have like a certain talent like my body or anything but I think just my mentality and you know me and my sister were super dedicated and we're you know willing to push past their limits so um I think probably after I won boys state I realized that you know this is like Maybe. there's a lot of <laughs> I have such a bright future and I just have to keep going even if it's going to get tough you know I just can't quit I have to keep like just keep going so yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious that this question is kind of for both of you towards each other, but I'm curious, Izzy, what the funnest part about coaching Kennedy is and Kennedy, what the funnest part about having Izzy as a coach is. 
You can go first, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just just off the top of my head, just the, the 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 amount of time I get to spend with the girls. I mean, you know, in between the sessions at the Junior uh, World Championships, we're going to Subway, we're hanging out, and just um, you know, I, I know the I, my my father um really really loved the girls he still does and um you know they're a big part of his life big part of my mom's life um so you know i know that my mom used to watch the girls you know be real goofy and and and, and you know the blade sisters are kind of goofy so you know watch them trip and fall and laugh and you know, just <laughs> There's just a lot of that going on with them. And, you know, that's the funnest part, watching them grow up, hopefully being, you know, there to 100% supportive for them all the time. And just, um, you know, that's the fun part, being there for them, watching them kick kick butt and just watching them live the dream because they truly are. So, um, you know, that that's probably, you know, the wins. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like watching your student athlete power bomb the, the German in the finals of the world championships. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of fun there, but I, I can tell you what, it's more than wrestling with my relationship with the blade sisters and their father, Saul and their mom, Cindy, um, we're a big family. So, um, you know, it's just excited. Everything's fun. Um, I think what's really fun is, I mean, so is he like, he like, wrestles with me at practice and he beats me up really bad but I think it's kind of fun because like you know like he's big and it's he's strong so it's it's like I don't know I try but you know I can't really get much on him but when I do score it's like the best thing because <laughs> he thinks that I can't score but um yeah and just like how like all the trips and stuff and it is more than just wrestling you know you build a relationship with not just your coach, but with their family. And, um, you know, I love the kids and Lissy and Coach Jose and, you know, Betty and everyone. So, um, yeah, just having such a close relationship and stuff, it's like you almost have a second family. So I think that's, like, the best part of the whole process. Yeah, I love it. All right, so next up, Senior World Team Trials, two weeks. What's the perspective going into it, both of you? Um, I think I'm just more excited than anything. You know, I, one of the biggest things that I told myself in the Olympic trials, which I think is why I perform so well, is I just have nothing to lose. Like, there's no pressure or anything. And, you know, when you win worlds or when, you know, nationals, you think that you, like, I don't know, people put a lot of pressure on themselves. But when there's a lot of pressure, you don't perform the right way. So I just try to go out there and have fun and, you know, I'm excited to be back on the mat again and such a big stage. And it's like, I finally am able to compete in these senior tournaments and I've been waiting for way too long. So I'm just not going to take anything for granted and have fun. I guess on my end, you know, it's just the same as always, you know, just down to business, you know, focusing on the little things. Uh, Kennedy's going to show improvement. She does every event. Um, she's working on some key things, some key areas to improve. You know, the goal is to go out there. And, and like I told Kennedy, um, you know, the goal isn't just to go out there and, and, and win matches. The goal is out. The goal is to, to continue to dominate 10-0, 11-0, bombing girls on their head. That's, that's, that's the expectation. And, um, you know, no disrespect to the other girls in the field. There's going to be a ton of them. We're studying film on all of them. Um, but the expectation is to go out there and watch Kennedy Blades put on a show. I love it. I'm excited. 
if you guys listening aren't following both Izzy and Kennedy, you need to go do that. If you actually, if you don't know Izzy's whole background, Izzy was episode 24, over 100 episodes ago. That was a great episode. So go back and listen to that one to hear more on Izzy's story. Guys, I'm excited. I'm excited for the World Team Trials. Thank you both for coming on today. Any last words for the podcast? Um, thank you for this so much. And of course, all glory to God. Because without him, I wouldn't have been able to have this podcast. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. Justin, thanks a lot, man. Your show's awesome. You know what? You Thank got you. Of the, of the wrestling world. And, and what's awesome is you're branching out. You got more than just wrestlers on your show. And, and that's what makes it interesting. I'm, I'm always excited for the next episode. So keep kicking butt, man. I love your pond. Love your house. Um, <laughs> you know, life is good, man. Team Blades all the way. I'm coming to Chicago soon. So we're going to link up. Sunkiss Kids. Shout out Sunkiss Kids. They're the best. Bash Solutions client. We just launched their website, sunkisskids.org, I believe it is. So check that out. All right, guys. We'll talk soon. Thank you. See ya. Thank you. And that is almost it for today's episode, guys. I do want to tell you about our friends at Manscaped. This is the new Lawnmower 4.0. You see it here. This thing is awesome. Look at the spotlight. Guys, you cannot go wrong. If you need a groomer, if you need an ear hair, nose hair trimmer, this weed whacker, fantastic. Guys, Lawnmower 4.0, skin-safe replaceable blade, rechargeable wireless charging, LED spotlight and power status indicator. It's waterproof. It has a travel lock. These tools are built well, and that's why I take them on as a sponsor of this podcast. Attack, big fan, good people, and the app is built well. Manscaped, great products. I think every guy should have these in their bathroom. Who doesn't need a nose and ear hair trimmer? Who doesn't need a groomer? These things are great. And right now, you know the promo code, even though he's not here today. Promo code Chenzo, C-E-N-Z-O, for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Go pick up a lawnmower 4.0. Look at the performance package. The thing is incredible. Get a weed whacker. Thank you to Manscaped for continuing to support the show. Guys, again, if you need a groomer, if you need a nose and ear hair trimmer, this is it, Manscaped. Use promo code Chenzo. Get 20% off at manscaped.com. And that is it for today's show. Like and subscribe. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rockfin. You can listen to this. You can watch this. Thank you so much to all of you who tune in. I'm grateful for you all. We'll be back with another episode shortly. See ya. And the beat goes on.